Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. Thank you very much for joining today. Chris Stanford Steve making all preview college football week 12 today. We're going to talk a whole bunch about the college football playoff implications. What happens if this team loses and that team wins? What happens in this matchup? Are UNC and USC similar? And does the Pac 12 and ACC champion have a shot at a playoff spot? We'll run through our NFL week 11 picks. And then Chris and Bo Allen interview Vita Vea. Vita was fresh off his trip from Germany, where the Buccaneers beat the Seahawks. Vita talks about his time in the Bucks, swaps some hilarious stories, a couple featuring Bo, and talks about those sack celebrations he's become so well known for. And a reminder, tomorrow we've got AMP, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Check out Greenlight on social media and you can find the link. And tomorrow we'll be back with you with The Freak Show. Y'all enjoy. Steve, do you have your locks? Uh, <laughs> uh, sort of. Box. Is that a trapper keeper? Not on my end. Nah. Okay. Where? Oh, all right. Here? It's a notebook. Yeah. No, yeah. I thought it was a trapper keeper. Notebook. That would have been something. It currently says Bring minus dollars is what my little notebook says. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. On the year? I'm proud of you. I really am. You're in the arena. You're a man in the arena. You know? Some young lady just came through. It's more like the moment. Okay. Hey now. Some young lady. A tennis player. <laughs> Last <laughs> night you said you were done gambling. I know. You said you retired for good? Yeah. I'm proud of you, Macon, for swinging this year, for taking a swing, for being a man in the arena. Thanks. 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 I'm wondering, here's what's going through my head right now. I'm wondering about, because we put this pot out right away, I'm wondering about when I walk out of the building and text you, hey. We put it out tomorrow morning. Okay, tomorrow yeah. morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So I've got all night to text you to say, hey, we got to cut those first few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But why would you want no, to? It's not a bad year. I'm, I'm having a fine year. Yeah. I, it's just the volume. There's a lot of volume. You want to see what the WinBet account said after this weekend? <laughs> Look at this right here. That number. Please confirm. Um, the first one. I don't quite know what it means. Does the, that mean, the one with the plus before it? Like that means you won that? Yeah, this weekend. Jesus Christ. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, it was a good weekend. So uh, uh, speaking of speaking monies, of money, can I have money, speaking of American currency. Yeah. Okay. White Steve is here. Hey, Steve. Gentlemen. What's up, buddy? You got some Auburn gear on today? Cadillac. Yes, sir. Cadillac. We love Cadillac Williams. You know I play with Cadillac Williams? Really? Yeah, in St. Louis. I forgot he went there. Yeah, well, most people get forgotten when they go to St. Louis. <laughs> you know? Did, but, you, uh, did you see the scene of Jordan Hare after the A&M game? It was pretty sweet. He, he's awesome. He's, he's legitimately one of the best dudes ever. Yep. Just great to have in a locker room. Yep. And it's no surprise to me that he's a, he's, he's a great coach, too. Or at least a coach that people love. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Does he? I mean, he doesn't have any shot of keeping that job, right, Steve? I don't think so. Uh, I, I think Auburn's a tremendous job. Now you got to deal with a lot when you're down there uh, because it does feel like the inmates run the asylum a lot of the times, and the inmates make their voices heard down there, which is a makes it just a chaotic place. Uh, but when now, you Steve, think you're about talking it, about the boosters down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the alums. Mm -hmm. um, so War I, I still think, I mean, you look what Auburn's done. And I think what makes people so crazy down there is what they're up against every year in state because of Nick Saban. So what have they been able to do? They've played in national title games. They've won a national title, you know, um, in, in 2010. So the possibility is there, but it's a lot to handle. And I just think a new AD comes in. I don't think you can give that job to a guy that doesn't have any head coaching experience. Now, I think if I'm one of these lower tier schools, I'm definitely looking at what you know Cadillac has done with the program in a couple weeks. And everyone brings back the same word all the time when you talk about Cadillac Williams, and it's authentic. Mm -hmm. And that's what's really, really cool to see. And you know, he doesn't pull any punches. Um, and, you know, when he's doing things, you know, I, I was listening to our guy Cole Kubelik talk. He did the game. He did the interviews with Cadillac, and he talked about the pregame. And he asked about his kicking situation because their kicker was out. He's like, hey, you know, what do you think the range is for your backup kicker? And Cadillac was like, I don't know. He's like, I, 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 I got to get out there. I, I don't know. I've never seen him kicking a game. You know, he's like, I got I to gotta get out there pregame and see how he's kicking it. Yeah. You know, you know, it's going to be a night game. You know, the wind might be blowing, but it was just honest. Yeah. And it was just cool to hear that kind of things. And I just think what was really, really cool is you saw how many of his former teammates, players, come back for, for what probably is his last chance to ever win an SEC game as a head coach of Auburn. Um, and that was that was really cool. The scene was was something to see, and uh, I was happy for those guys down there that I'm friends with. Who do you think, you know, not to, to bury Cadillac here, but who do you think uh, takes that job? Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's got to be somebody that has SEC experience. 
because of the division you play in. I mentioned what you're up against every week in state, knowing what's you know across the state, and I, I, you know, would it is is the is it a better job than Ole Miss? I think it is. You know, but now when you look at jobs, people take better jobs differently. Yes. There's a lot less pressure at Ole Miss for Lane Kiffin if he were to be mentioned along with these things, you know, at Auburn. So I, I think it's a guy that's had to be had had to have been a head coach and had to have uh SEC experience. So that kind of limits the list, but you know, that's why these ADs get paid all this money, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure they I'm sure they've been working it. That's why they got rid of Harson to get this uh, you know, search train going. Um, but I, I honestly I don't know because the Harson hire was as unpredictable a hire as we've seen in the sport in the last whatever, throw the 10, 20 years. So I, I don't know what to expect there. And uh, it's just a wait and see for me. Hugh Freeze. Wow. Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah, well, he's mm-hmm. looking to make a move soon. Well, that dude was feeling himself after that BYU game. Yeah. He was like, I was watching that. Um, that late night Liberty show, which is great. Love that show. I hate that show. <laughs> no, I like the I show. I hate that freaking show, man. But it's like Liberty TV, you know? Um, and he's like, I just, I don't want to toot my horn here, but I, I do want to <laughs> say that was probably the best game plan that I've ever created. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he was like, God, I don't, mean, I don't usually say things like this, but I, what a fucking great job I did. Yeah. And they lost to UConn. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's our guy up there. Lost Jim Mora. Is there? I got a question about Auburn. Where's Auburn without Cam Newton this this century? Uh, I mean, don't we? I feel like somebody who's not in SEC country is hard for me to figure. Like the contemporary Auburn, like what? Who are you know? Like, is that program a great program? Is it? I I, I think so. Yeah, I do. Have you ever been there? No, I'm just saying what they've done on All the right. field. They've been they've been a ton of bowl games. National championship, national championship years after later. him. Yeah, the yeah. last BCS, they were on the cusp of a, a title, you know, a, a, a playoff berth in 2017 because they beat Bama, uh, yeah. and then they come back and they got to play Georgia in the SEC title game. They beat Georgia three weeks earlier and rematched. They're obviously banged up from the Iron Bowl and they lose that game, and Georgia gets into the playoff and loses in the title game. So I, I, I still think they're, and that's right. I, like I still am blown away the success that they've had. Now it's been quick spurts, and there's been some really down years. You know, the year after, um, or two years after, I think they won the title in 12. I remember being in Oklahoma, and it was Notre Dame, Oklahoma, and that was the year Notre Dame went to the title game, and checking scores, and that was when Manziel was at AM. I think Manziel was up like 35 nothing at the end of the first quarter. It's like, this team less than two years ago won a national championship, and now they're going winless in the SEC. So, it's amazing how when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. And you've seen the bad. It's it, it, it's a lot of fluctuation, Chris. And I think uh, you're you're you know used to a little more normalcy and um and and, and regularity. You know where where there's some consistency, and that's not Auburn. So it is hard to digest uh, with what goes on down in the plains. But it it's an awesome place. Um, maybe we get. A, I mean, maybe that's our road trip next year. We going on in the planes for a game. Yeah, I'd love that. I, I would love that. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah, it, it, they are very. There's, 
the, there's a wide range of results for Auburn, like since I've been an adult watching Correct. Auburn play. And it's just, I, Forever, I'm not yeah. sure how to think of that job and that program. I mean, like, obviously, great, great amount of respect for him, but yeah. You freeze. So before before Liberty lost UConn, that was that BYU. I think BYU was. Uh, I think there was a win before in between there. He had right. two well, they were big winning. wins. They were winning. Yeah. And so he said he told this to twenty four seven Sports. And granted, he's asked the question, but his quote was, "I don't know that Auburn wants me. I have no clue. I know this. I have won everywhere I've been, and my staff and kids have turned programs fast. It's our culture that we instill." I know we do that, and the proof is in the pudding. That is not love where I am, no, 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 no. comment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is, I want the Auburn job. That's that's Terry McC- McLaurin on Midnight Sports Center breaking down whether mm. or not uh, you, you know Carson should start or, or Heineke could start. I mean, he gave 100 words on... Steve, he gave a hundred words on uh, on Heineke and seven on. Carson. I'll take the over on a hundred. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And hey, how about him finishing that interview with the compliment, Scott? Yeah, just basically taking my job whenever he wants. <laughs> Scott just giving it up to him. Yeah, no question. Uh, Loves that. Game. No, I. Uh, I could talk for an hour about yeah. Terry McLaurin. He, I mean, let's keep you on. Ta- yeah, we'll keep yeah, you on target. We'll get really NFL. scary, Terry, for you. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah, he could be sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a taller chair? <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, like let's talk about the SEC. Let's talk about the playoff. Let's talk about. Okay. Let's talk about the two teams that kind of the way I see it is the two teams control their own destiny. Really, or I, you could argue some other teams might, but like Georgia and Ohio State are the teams that are most likely to be in the playoff. And probably most likely to win, win out. Obviously, Georgia has, um, they don't have their big rivalry game in uh, in Michigan coming up. But these two teams play respectively, Georgia at Kentucky this weekend and Ohio State at Maryland. Mm. Which matchup is more of a landmine for these for these teams? Either? Neither. Next question. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> so what these about, two. What about Dorsey, Michigan, and Illinois? Uh, I'm actually interested in that because when we uh, looking at that game, breaking it down this week, Illinois, br- a couple brutal losses the last couple weeks, and two weeks ago was the one that was really eye-scratching. And then going back and watching it, I think they had three or four turnover on downs in plus territory, and it was just weird. Like It was just setting themselves up to lose that game to Michigan State, and then they followed up against – uh, Purdue, who comes out and runs the option with a dropback quarterback and Aiden O'Connell. So uh, I, when you look at Illinois, they do lead. And my question uh, when we did the show last night was, will Michigan have to throw the ball uh, in order to win this game? Because Illinois is is number three in scoring uh, points per game on, on defense, and Michigan's one. Uh, you know, Oregon or Illinois has been really good against the run. Um, and I just wonder if that defense travels. I, this is their Super Bowl. Uh, they sort of have a chance for the Big Ten West, which every other team in yeah. that side of the division <laughs> the whole does, damn besides conference. Northwestern. Uh, so it, it, I, I'm really interested because, you know, people that love the look-ahead spots, that I think they're going to be on Illinois here because of what lies ahead for Michigan next week. But I just want to see Illinois – Bielema in this spot. He's been awesome as an underdog in his career in this league, and I think they could cause some problems. So I really want to see 
the versatility of Michigan's offense, if there is any. You know, you go back and, you know, the everybody's going to talk about their resume. I mean, you you, you got to put them in the control of your own destiny because they are playing Ohio State. Yeah, but there ain't back. no resume to this point. Their strength of schedule, I think, is like 82. No, but if they beat the Ohio worst. State and win the Big Ten, yes. they're in. Yes, you know? for sure. They do control their destiny, but Ohio State's going to be favorites in that game. Yeah, what's the what do you guess that line at? Uh, I saw seven. Mm. So Illinois is catching like 18, 18. In, in Arbor, so that feels... Over-under is like 42. 41, that's an NFL <laughs> total. Like That's Jets-Pats. Yeah, well, I don't minus, know. Minus yeah. the spread. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I, I kind of... Well, how about this? In the, in, the, in the Big Ten West, is there any team... That could give the the winner of uh, you know Ohio State Michigan trouble in the in the Big Ten championship. Uh, I'm thinking Iowa is going to be the team that wins the West. So, <laughs> I, listen, I've, I've watched that Ohio State first half against Iowa like four times. They gave it to Ohio State. They really did in that in that first half, and turnovers just killed them with their offense. So I think that's going to be the team. They played Michigan. They played Ohio State. It's not pretty because of their offense, but who the hell knows in a rematch, man? Like, that defense will show up. Um, they do an awesome job with spacing, but I, no, I, no, I can't. So here's can't my chaos it. model. Oh, I got it. I chaos got model. You okay. You go for oh, it. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, Double it's not chaos that great. models? I would yeah. just love it if, if all the Big Ten teams just got fucked here. Well, okay, I'm, I'll go one step <laughs> yeah. further. Yeah. Uh, TCU's got Miller Lite. Nice, Stanford Steve. Yeah, Knight. that's good. TCU's got one and Never a half. Never too early. One and a half difficult games left, all right? TCU can be out. USC's got three difficult games left. Clemson loses to Carolina. Ohio State beats, beats Michigan and loses to an Iowa type. Mm-hmm. All SEC Final Four. I don't like that. Georgia, That's not chaos. Tennessee, LSU, That's not beats chaos. Georgia, that sucks. Alabama. Oh, it would suck, <laughs> but it would be chaos, and it won't happen. It can't happen. It's not going to happen. Could happen. But, but you, listen, here's one interesting thing. What's the big fucking difference between USC and, and UNC to date? I know USC can finish the job and have a that, really a really impressive resume, especially down the mm-hmm. stretch here, and they got a great quarterback and that sort of thing, and they're talented, but UNC... Who uh, took? It was you know like all they do is win. All they all they do is win. That's a nice <laughs> way to put it. Um, they they have a similar resume and some a lot of similarities. It feels like UNC and Clemson, for that matter, and they should be uh, have been written off because of the conference they play in this year. Yeah, and I, I think we talked last week just about the idea of what Notre Dame's done to the ACC. You know, when Syracuse was, you know, the hot team, they went there and gave it, gave them a dose. They went to Chapel Hill, gave them a dose, and then they really, really gave Clemson a dose on their home field. So I think that really hurts the perception. And now Notre Dame goes to USC to end the season. Uh, so that that's a dynamic. Uh, I, I'm with you. I, Scott and I talked on our pod this week. Who's the most valuable player in college football? Heisman aside, just the most valuable. I think it's Caleb Williams uh, with SC, just because I've I, I've watched them. I would guess more than the average person, and what's on his plate every single snap and in every single game, knowing how bad that defense is, is uh, is pretty incredible. So um, I'm fascinated to see what SC does because th- if they run the table, they're getting in. I don't care what happens to any other team. You're going to look at that resume. It's going to be pretty darn good. And uh, if they, they do that, he's going, to, he's going to probably win the Heisman too. 
Yeah, I mean, um, he's what second in line right now behind uh, behind Stroud. Corum's up there too, I think. Yeah. Hey, Go ahead. Steve. Uh, hey, Macon. If LSU beats Georgia, which probably won't happen, LSU uh-huh. or Tennessee for you? If the others hold serve up top. Here's here's the scenario that I'm going to give you that I haven't heard anywhere. Okay, mm. hear me out here. Oregon got beat by Washington, right? Yes, right. confirmed. Okay. Besides the Tennessee win for Georgia, what's their next biggest biggest win? The blowout win against Oregon week one. So here's my deal with Georgia. If they were to lose to LSU, what else happens? Because you could have Oregon, if they lose this game to Utah, they can lose the Civil War to Oregon State. They would have four losses. They might not be ranked. And we have held on to that Georgia-Oregon game for since week one. So I think Georgia would be up against it wow. because their resume wouldn't look that. The SEC East is not good. It's not good. You got Georgia, you got Tennessee. That's it. South Carolina, not good team. Florida, mm, you could have them. You know, you go down the list. Kentucky is not even close to what they were in years past. So that's the scenario that I everybody's like, Georgia's in, Georgia's in. I, I guess so because that, that would make Tennessee move down a notch. But then Tennessee went to Baton Rouge and gave it to them. So I don't know how they're going to decipher this. It's happened a couple years back in the old BCS. The computers ended up uh, leaning towards Oklahoma with Sam Bradford when there was the mm-hmm. um, you know uh, triangle of, of losses among the top three teams. So you have that in the SEC. The committee has to be begging for LSU not to win the SEC because that that you want mayhem. It starts right there, and I got to feel like their odds are pretty good. That's not going to happen. Seeing that. Uh, a line posted this week of Georgia minus 16 against LSU. Is this a week to bet, um, let's say, all right, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at Tennessee. They're, they're going to play SC this weekend. They want to make that look as good as possible, right? Is this a good week to, yeah. to yeah, bet I, Tennessee? I'm with you there. Ten, ten, week, and here's the thing with USC and TCU. If they keep winning – they their their resume is going to improve, and they're also going to be in the eyeball in front of the, everybody's eyeballs. Tennessee, you know, they, they got they got uh, South Carolina and Vandy left. That's it. Those games aren't going to be watched. Oh, you got hiccups. I might have to give you <laughs> no. a damn because of that Miller. No, Light. that was just one. No, you know what I do have? <laughs> look at that. Oh, look at that, Chris Long autograph. You texted me that last night, and what did I say? That poor rookie. I said, I feel sorry for that kid. I wish somebody else drafted him. Look at the Mohawk making. Wow. Yeah, just all it just brings back is bad memories. That's all they give I'm you. I'm sorry. It's Earth, okay. Earth City. Is that still your signature? Uh, it's not great. Is it Greg, a, Greg Williams used to be like, A C and H worst. and an L? You got the worst fucking signature. You ever seen Michael Jordan sign his autograph? That's yeah, why he's like good. That's not true. C, it looks like a C lowercase L. It's C-H long. Yeah, whatever, man. What's you know. nice, though, Steve, is that it's easily forgeable. Howie Long, good. he takes so. 17 seconds to write his but signature. It is gorgeous. It's my- gorgeous, but here's the thing. He's not signing as many autographs for me. He's He must be turning them down. There's no way. I used to stay at practice, sign 100 autographs. That is true. So that's an everyman autograph. That means i got to get to the next little kid. That's true. You know, I my dad's like, that. only I, All I know is if my last name was Long, I would make that part of my signature. <laughs> well. That's all. So, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got nothing for you. <laughs> Nevertheless. So so I like um how how about how about Baylor TCU this weekend? And how about the people on first take or whatever saying that TCU's hasn't played anybody? I mean, I feel like that's a there's a little bit of a brand bias here. I've had TCU number two since about week God, six. Yeah. Uh I, I, I give them credit because I think the Big Twelve doesn't get credit for how deep it is. You know, there's no Vanderbilt in the Big Twelve. Kansas is going to a bowl game this year. That's all you need to know. Yeah. And I look at what TCU did and watch that tape, Chris. If you want defense, go back and watch TCU's and that's the thing, no one talks about their defense. They just manhandled Texas. And, man, and Texas is a team that's run the ball on everybody. They didn't do it last week. It's because of TCU brought the fight on the road in a big spot. And I, I just I give those guys a ton of credit, man. That They've gone out and answered the bell every single week. Can they do it again, again this week? Uh, that's really interesting because I had, I had Baylor last week, and that was a totally wrong side. Uh, against Kansas State, so I'm 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 not doubting TCU. I'm done, but it it does ring alarms because this is the ultimate, you know, um, not trap game. But do you have anything? How much how much energy do you did you expend in that 17-10 win against Texas? Even though you didn't give up a touchdown because Texas had a uh, you know a, a fumble return for six, so. Uh, it's it's fascinating. It's going to be awesome to watch. I do think TCU's offense poses problems for uh, for Baylor's secondary, which is not Baylor's strength at all. I worry, and I worry about uh, Iowa State and then K State again too. It's yeah. it's not quite USC's final three, but it's it's not far from it. And I haven't really watched Iowa State. I don't know. They're just you know they're one you, of those teams. You, you, you know Iowa exactly State. what Iowa State is. Yeah, Matt Campbell. Exactly. You know what? Yeah. You know what Matt Campbell's doing right now. What he's he's taking a step back win loss wise this year. Yeah, which is what uh, Tony Bennett did uh-huh. right before he came to Virginia. So you, keep still have him on all your lists. Yeah, hire Matt Campbell. Still hire. Oh Matt no Campbell. question, no question. Buy low, dude. Yes. I wanted to hire Matt Campbell. I don't care what he did around here. I would hire him to be fucking whatever. He Tony can co-host the, the pod. No offense. No, Matt Campbell. Like I just like him. He's, he'll be. He'll be really. I still remember Macon didn't want Tony Bennett. I, I'm the one that remembers that. <laughs> wow. Really? Was, no, not really. Yeah. That's wild. It's a joke. Like I like I want my name on the podcast. You think I want my name on this podcast? I bet you it's in that notebook. I bet you he has his thoughts about when that part. opening came. Those thoughts are in that notebook. Let's look at the twelve team playoff thing because this is fun. This is what we would have coming up. The four teams with buys: UGA one, Ohio State two, TCU three, USC four. We're anticipating an Ohio State victory over Michigan. All right, and then we got Alabama, Clemson. Alabama's through to play Georgia. Michigan UCF, we got the Golden Knights through to play USC. I just want to see teams. Here, I want to see warm weather teams having to go play cold exactly. weather teams. That's what and I want to see. That's here's why what's 12, awesome. 12 teams would be fun. I, I've been going against all these people saying that the 12 team will go uh, take away from the big games in the regular season. Please. I totally disagree because you're going to have teams playing for those buys and those home that first round is going to be at home. Yes. How awesome is that? Yes. That is so good just cuz the idea you said of of cold weather's uh, having to go to you know warm weather and warm weather going and then you know a Florida school maybe having to go to the west coast like yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Come it on is out, awesome. come on out of the SEC country. Like it is awesome. It. Utah at LSU. 
I don't know. Mm. And, and maybe some of these weird matchups would, would give us some clarity on where these programs are a little bit more than, than what you what you know coming out of the season as it is. I mean, I, I don't know. It'd be cool to see Utah go lose to Florida week zero or one and then, <laughs> then go to Baton Rouge and win a game. Yeah. I mean, get better. T- there's the thing. In the NFL, teams change. You know, like mm-hmm. you can throw the last matchup out the window. And I don't know how different really? it is. Because co- that's how I gamble on sports. Well, I mean, I like should, I should start zagging on the last matchup. Yeah, I think about. I mean, the last matchup's great and everything, but when a team sees somebody in the regular season, they see them in the playoffs. It's not always the same. You know, it just teams teams evolve through the year, and there's and football is played differently in December and in January than it is in September. And so, I do think it'd be interesting to see some of these rematches and 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 that sort of thing. But that's for another year. It's four right now, and so we argue about. Mm-hmm all this shit. Yeah. And it sounds like you're on uh, the side of USC if it wins out over Tennessee because they're not going to be able to shine. Yes, and conference championships are going to matter. We've we've seen uh, these predicaments play out, and when it's a one-loss uh, versus a conference champion, that conference champion has, has gotten it. I'm going to be disrespectful. I think TCU stumbles. All right? You heard I can see that. Not. I'm not. You're not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I hope not. So the fourth team I, in would probably be USC if they went out. Yeah, but that's going to be. Di- well, it, is UCLA going to quit though? Because they were right no. in this mix, and that was a that was a that was a rough one. Jim yeah. Delora, Jed Fish. You know, we got. You know, we haven't talked about the Pac-12's depth. We have depth out there, and then you know everybody just looks down upon it when somebody gets upset. So wow. it's a it's a different dynamic, you know, depending on the lens that you're looking through, making. But UCLA will be up to ruin USC season. Yeah, let, let me With, ask you, let without me ask a doubt. You. I think UCLA should be favored. Okay. Let me ask you this, Steve. Go ahead. Georgia, is there anybody yeah. in that four spot that you actually give them a game? Is it is it a Tennessee rematch? Is it like like what are the matchups that you would really want to see in the playoff this year because they they've always been shit in the first round especially yeah it's it's hard to s- we don't want to see Georgia Michigan because we saw it last year mm-hmm. right uh i'd love to see ohio state tennessee yeah that'd be i'd fun. love to see michigan tennessee think about that uniform game ooh beautiful yeah you know Ten- <laughs> no, tcu tennessee yeah. yellow and orange yeah, clashes yeah. a little bit. A little bit. USC, Michigan. Where are the blue teams, for fuck's sake? Michigan. Michigan. No, I'm talking about the true blue teams, not the fucking Navy. I'm talking about like the, the Kansas blue or the like old Miss powder blue or the Duke blue. It's never a blue team in this fucking thing, dude. Carolina. Yeah, no. Lingering. Is, ro- is royal blue on the decline? It is on the decline. It is on the decline. Anyways, yeah, I'm very just good a, observation. I'm just a what, bring a back Royal Blue observation. Bring it back, dude. There's not enough good teams in Royal Blue in basketball. When's the last time you wore a Royal Blue T-shirt? Me? Yo, yeah. check this shit out. Oh, look at you! Look at this. Bringing it back. Look at that. What brand? What brand is that? Gildan. Look at this shit. It's probably Gildan. <laughs> look at this shit, Steve. What's the what's the decal? What's the emblem? What are the chances? I don't know. Uh, Duke? No, it says it says Southbound 2005. Well, <laughs> I think it was somebody's, well, somebody's family reunion I picked up at a thrift, you know? 
Oh, okay. Times are hard. So yeah, bring back, bring back blue. I feel like I feel like there's been a real is uh, all the fucking red teams every year. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But we're doing better with it this year. Okay. And purple, pur- blue is taking purple. Red doesn't get purple. All right. Yeah. Blue, blue claims TCU. Okay. Blue claims. I don't. LSU. I don't know about that. I don't know about mm. that, dude. Blue claims. I don't know about that, dude. Or the green teams. When's the last time there was a fucking green team in the playoff? I'm sure yeah. it's happened relatively Where are you, North recently. Texas? <laughs> where, <laughs> where, There's where, others. Are there? Oregon. I don't know. Oregon. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was it. Okay. Let's give out uh, Steve's awards. Who could forget? Not me. Okay. We have history for the awards. Oh, my goodness. We are going to the defensive side of the ball for both awards. Wow. Are you ready? Not a tight well, award, award anymore. Coughlin Award this week, TCU linebacker Johnny Hodges, number 57, local kid, Darnestown, Maryland, Navy transfer, went to Austin, Texas, 11 tackles, one and a half TFLs, Johnny Hodges, your Coughlin Award winner, watched the tape, the kid brought it, awesome story, and we talked about TCU's defense earlier, they were, I was blown away by their effort, and then also for the Timmy Chang Award, Stay with the defense. Easton Gibbs from Wyoming. 13 tackles, one sack, two TFLs. Wyoming beats Colorado State 14-13 to get the bronze boot. Mm. Wow. Uh, Also, Johnny Hodges, American saxophonist. That's who came Ah, up first. Interesting. Yeah. What do you, when you, when you leave Navy, are you like, are you, is that like, like is that I, not being wait, patriotic? D- dishonorable discharge. Discharge. Dishonorable transfer. I I just I just look at it as like oh my god we could practice in the afternoon. I can oh, sleep. Yeah, <laughs> he probably thinks college football is a breeze, dude. Oh my lord, a breeze. So. It's warm this time of year there too. Mm. Um, Easton Gibbs, a native of Temecula, California. Correct. Temecula. More like, more like Weston Gibbs. All right, cool. All right, good. All right, you want to go locks here? Do you want to go locks? Not really, dude. <laughs> I just can't catch a break on these fucking picks I'm giving out. Um, uh, update? We're locked in at the top. Macon made the jump. He's at number one, went two and one last week. Steve, uh, you're right behind him. And Chris is... Uh, Five games back. Yep. Oh, so, uh, six, actually. Six. But. Of Steve. Okay. <laughs> so that's the last person you were talking to. But, you, know, you, know. you know what's interesting um, from last mm. week yeah. is that uh, I had Houston, the Texans, at, at the Giants, and then I decided I didn't like it so much because the points dropped by two. Mm. And so then I went opposite Steve, took the Titans against the, against the Broncos. Titans ended up winning by a touchdown, and then you grabbed the Texans. For um, the second week in a row, basically – Took a pick that you chickened he out won on, and because then of I us. lost it. I, f- I fell on that grenade for you. But the, the only thing that matters to me is that number I showed you it's, earlier. But it, it's also that, like, the third week in a row, Chris, we get to this point talking about last week. I'll take that number over winning this fucking contest, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, you, you have to look at that shit grin on Macon's face. That's the worst part of this. That's the only... But, you know, it helped for him to read his balance and then for me to show <laughs> mine today. And that really makes me feel vindicated. It, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't equal a zero? 
The problem is, I, I'm picking the wrong fucking games. They could equal out oh. to zero. Help out a friend. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm not helping a friend. Donation. It's like, for instance, fucking take the Niners. Six. Seven, six. It's like, what? what's going on here? You hey, know? Hold on. Mm. Hey, hold on a minute. Hey, hold on. You were, you were just seeing the ball better out in Las Vegas. That's what it was. Well, in my defense... I don't know oh, that, here we go again. that that you you guys or anybody else really has the fortitude to wake up at 6 a.m. and start betting on tennis, okay? I'm a grinder. Yeah. And I'm losing. How's that working out for you? Poorly. Okay, so... Poorly. So the, thing, okay, the thing you're good at, you suck at betting, and right now I suck <laughs> at this on Thursday. Yeah. Yep. So it's, it, you know, it just makes a lot of... A lot all of right, sense. so Chris, make your pick, and we'll all go opposite Dallas. Thursday Night Football. Oh, I Dallas. love that pick. That's on my list. Dallas. Oh, thanks, you condescending. Good for you. It's on my list as well. The current leader. You must be on it. It's it's hard to it's hard to see you down there from from uh, six picks. Well, six listen, picks we have north. this. We have our Super Bowl hangover. You know, hey. this is this is our Super Bowl hangover. We, we're like the Rams this year. You you win a chip, and it's fucking. It's tough sledding. If I took two weeks mm. off and you went undefeated both those weeks, we could be tied. Yeah. <laughs> if I gave you twice what you're what you owe the WinBet app, that would be what I won this weekend. The WinBet, um, they it's not a credit <laughs> situation. They take it up front. So no, I understand. Gone. Yeah, it's, I understand. It's, it's already gone. Yeah. Okay, so Dallas, do okay. your worst. Good pick, Steve. You Steve, I guess no, second place up. is up. No, second Making, place. You're up. I think it is based on the yeah, Steve, you're the, up. the rankings. Steve. Oh, not to, I hate to agree with this. With this, uh, Go ahead. What's, what's the word? Give, can I, give it. Can I the worst? What is? I can't remember the word. It's like, there's an adjective. We're friends. Smug, and I like you. Smug fuck. And <laughs> smug fuck. Just right can now. I, okay. All right. You know, we're New England. Okay. Minus three at home. Yeah. Minus three at home against the Jets. I'm glad I'm not giving that out because I am pulling for the Jets here. I don't want them to have to. I don't want to see that movie again. They okay. deserve, you know. I'd like to see them maybe win that division. That'd be fun because the Bills are giving it up, and you know, like they'd have to beat the Dolphins the second time. But I know a lot of Jets fans. I'm just pulling for these guys. I've. Uh... I've been on this team a, a few weeks, and they've rewarded me. I'll stick with them. Divisional game. A home dog is getting four and a half. The Pittsburgh Steelers hosting Cincinnati. All right. Cincinnati is currently in its largest road favorite role at Pittsburgh since 1986. Over the last five seasons, Pittsburgh is 7-2 outright and 7-0-2 ATS as a home underdog. Love it. Love it. Go Bengals. No, I do not root against you. I root for you. Well, you know, I guess maybe, I maybe if you, you weren't such a smug fuck, I would I wouldn't root against you. You know what? I actually win stuff. I kinda I kinda celebrate it to myself, but I you know, it's like, you know, I don't All right, who's up? Me? Mm-hmm. Last yeah. place guy. All right. Take the bangles. Take the bangles. I'm not that would be fun. <laughs> Come on. Go for it. I thought I that's why you said let's go Bengals. No, they just got TJ Watt back. Steelers fucking the Bengals aren't that good. Um uh, Go wait. Is is Keenan Allen coming back at any point? 
Is Mike Williams know. coming back at any point? I think Mike's got a shot. Keenan, no shot. Maybe. I only know about Mike because he's on my awful fantasy. It's a lot Keenan, of points. There's a lot of points at home. Keenan participated in uh, in, in <laughs> <A> what? <individual laughs> what in practice? No, if well, he, he gets... per- participated, that that means <laughs> that he's individual. He's all that means is that he, he did an extra. He participated twice. So, <laughs> so Keenan participated in in, in Indy, huh? That's I think right, he, yeah. I think he plays. I'm gonna get the line where it is five and a half. Fuck me running. They're gonna lose by seven. I'll take the Chargers catching a, a half point and make that six. That's the dumbest <laughs> shit in the world. I'm gonna lose by seven. You smug fucks. Steve, you smug fuck. You're up. <laughs> I'm gonna take the under in the Broncos Raiders game. Forty one and a half. Okay. Hope they score seventy. <laughs> Smug fuck. <laughs> I um, I'm at a point here where I'm not yeah. sure the team I'm going to take. <laughs> I'm going to take somebody. Jump out at me! I'm going to take. The New York Giants. Three-point favorites. It's half-point Wednesday. It's going to be half-point Monday by the the time uh, the season's over. Uh, I'll 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 make that two and a half and yeah. take the Giants. Okay. I never I never take the Giants because it's always thirteen to thirteen in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Giants. Two and a half. Thank you. Does that mean I'm up? That's right. Mm. And I'm at the point where I don't know who to pick. When in doubt, and I'll know who to pick by Sunday. I'll take the Ravens. Baker Mayfield right. zero and five against the spread against the Ravens. Wow! Look at him. Both his ears are what, working. What's the uh, what's the yeah. what, what's the line on the WinBet app currently? The WinBet app right currently says Eight. minus thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> Fuck, man. I, I, uh... All right. Is that official? Lock it in. And it, it is. It's official. That it's Baker Mayfield, right? Yes. He's playing. Yes. Yeah, give me the Ravens. Yep. I really like that Dallas pick. Give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking long and hard about, though. The Packers. Mm. Short week. Circled. Christian Watson's fast all of a sudden. Uh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones was a beast the other night. I'm going to take the Niners Monday night minus, what is it on the win bet, 15? <laughs> it's eight. Eight points. Eight. Favorites are 4-0 against the spread of Mexico City games all time. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. How, how should people at home play this blizzard in Buffalo? I think you just let that, that number torpedo and then take the over. Hmm. Currently at 42. I bet it gets down to 40 or 39 by the end of the week, and then we hammer the over. I've got to ask you guys about a, about a, about a game. I'll ask you about it right now because yeah. I'm not going to take Go it. Go ahead. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are laying six and a half in Indianapolis. Doesn't, doesn't Philly win that game even without Goddard? Don't they win it, win it by double digits even I, without Goddard? And who warned you about the commanders? You did. Okay. I 
Linville Joseph is going to help. The Eagles just signed him. I don't know how many mm-hmm. snaps they're going to get out of him, how ready he's going to be. But that run defense does worry me, and not having Dallas Goddard worries me a little bit. So I, I want the Eagles to roll here, and it feels like a, a place that they probably roll, and Indy's probably overvalued. But beware, dude. I don't know about that run defense, and I don't know about uh, what they look like without Dallas Goddard. That's a big, big missing piece for them. So, if anything, I was looking at the under. So, hold on. Something's got to give there, Chris, because the under is 14-3 and in the Colts' last 17 games. The under is, like, not great in Eagles games, right? Four straight Eagles games have gone over. Yeah, but no Dallas Goddard. Colts games this year, 8-2 and to the under. New coach. Could somebody Jeff put Saturday. together a montage of what it takes to get this dude's picks out every for the last? <laughs> yeah, three I'm just fucking. Just fi- we had I'm him dressed firing. up as Jesus. Chris is just. We had him bad. screaming his mouth off. Now he can't make a decision, and he's going to yellow pads and trapper keepers. Trapper <laughs> keepers. Atlanta Falcons at home minus three. Ooh. It's Chicago Ooh, I, I don't like that. it either. No, but I don't like any of this shit. I'm so trained. These picks are not going to hit. <laughs> one of Atlanta or New York. Chris just wants a time to machine to Sunday where it's time to fire. Yeah, <laughs> Pittsburgh's fine. So I'm going two and one this week. I'm going two and one. It's fine. You're like you're like Steve Spagnuolo when we used to go four and zero oh in preseason. <laughs> you know, we're just in pre- Thursday's preseason for for us. Hey, can you scroll up on that document so I can take a? How excited of this? did he used to get, Chris? Oh, we're going to be so good. We're going to be so good. 4-0. Undefeated in the preseason. It's going to be great. Rescue me. Somebody. Nope. Uh, nope. Just going to spend like pretty much your whole career there. Nope. Yep. That. Yep. Gold pants. <laughs> Yellow light bulbs in the Edward Jones dome. Here's a matchup for you. Yeah. 1v1 matchup. Kevin O'Connell against expectations. Mm-hmm. You go to Buffalo wow. and win the game. And Did now you write that one down? Yeah, I wrote it down. It's on my piece of paper here. <laughs> and now you're at home, and you're a dog to the Dallas Cowboys, who just lost to, uh, I guess it's kind of not, not really working with the whole expectations thing. Are we point, still waiting for your third pick? No, nah, I said Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta, okay. Atlanta. I, uh, Good God. The point stands. The The Vikings don't lose football games. So so how does he uh, how does he manage that with the old ball club? Really don't like that Atlanta pick. Uh, I'm, I don't like my Baltimore pick. Okay. Yeah, kind of like Carolina there. Yeah. Oh, that's who I should have taken. Yeah. yeah. I don't like my Baltimore pick. I really want to change it to... Uh, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to get... <laughs> Waffle-itis here. We're just going to stick with our guns, then we're going to try to win bets Sunday. Okay, so that that's that's that, guys. Helix Mattress. Who's sleeping great? I got one. Go ahead. Geno Smith. Bye week. Balled out this year. Sitting on a nice contract. Geno Smith is sleeping really well. His uh, counterpart in Munich, Tom Brady. Week off. First place. Yeah. Empty house. Yep. Oh, hey, I mean, hey, Steve, I want to float this for the 15th time this week because nobody seems to get it. Philadelphia Eagles send the, the New Orleans first-round pick to L.A. Uh, for Aaron Donald and some other stuff after this season. Wow. What do you think about that, Steve? If you were less need, would you trade Jalen or would you trade Aaron? 
They need a. Mm. What is that? What is it? We did it the other night. It's it's a, it's no. It's slotted number five, right? Right yeah. now. Yeah. So it's a quarterback pick. Yeah. Would you do it? If I was the Rams. If you were less Snead. Aaron. Aaron's thirty-one years old. Get that haul, baby. Send Aaron some, 28 years old. Send those guys somewhere where they can win. Do them a favor. Yeah. Okay. Who's sleeping well? Aaron Donald. He gets to escape after the season if we're GM. <laughs> if we're GM, he, we're sending Aaron to like Pittsburgh or Philly, you know, somewhere closer to home. No, I'm, I'm, uh, who's sleeping well? Let's see. Justin Herbert, I think, is sleeping pretty well he might get one one or two targets back this weekend he always plays well against kansas kansas city i think they're sitting in a in a spot where nobody's going to give him a chance even with the things that we talked about and uh and and they're at home and his ribs probably feel better the throws he made the other night that looked more like it in some spots yeah 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 Keenan, I, don't, I don't know if that makes yeah, sense yeah bandy yeah sit down bandy we got we got mike williams coming back yeah, we got keenan allen yep where will the AFC Championship game be played? It's a great question. Uh, let's see. That's a really good question, Steve. God damn, I like the way you, you think. Probably I'm gonna say Kansas City. Chiefs, Chiefs are currently your one seed by a game. Over the Finns. So And five teams, and no, five teams six teams have three losses. Three losses. I think if you look at the Kansas City Chiefs schedule the rest of the way. Texans, mm-hmm. two against the Broncos. Right. Rams. This is a big game for them. Big Enormous. game. Mm-hmm. Big game. They're going to win 27-21. Wow. And I'm going to push. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> is it six and a half? It's five and a half. No, I'm going to lose. I'm going to push because I bought the half point. I just said it. I said the score. That's going to be the fucking score, dude. That'll uh, make for a great social. Yeah, but but the uh, the yeah exactly. And who cares? The Chiefs, I think, with their schedule the, the rest of the way, the the super the the Super Bowl probably to get there probably goes through um, Kansas City. Week fifteen, uh, Buffalo hosts Miami. That's probably a that's a, a big one. That's a huge game. San Francisco's going to play Miami here coming up. A few of these games, the Jets, the second time around, like Miami's been playing really well. But I, I do want to see, I want to see some of these uh, these heavy hitter games late in the season. And uh, and same thing for the Jets. The Jets are the Jets are rolling and all that. But you got to beat the Patriots. There's some unanswered exactly. questions. You Jets know. season on the line this week. Man, don't sleep on the Ravens. They don't play anybody the rest of the way. That motherfucker could go through Baltimore, Baltimore. Stanford Steve. Balmer, that's how they say it. Yeah. Balmer. Baltimore. I don't know if either of those correct. Hmm. Balmer is Must correct. Must not spend much time in Baltimore. You can ask Scott. All right. Scott we'll t- Van Pelt. We'll tell you to take care now and uh, wish you luck. I'll let you guys go. With okay. Stanford Steve, we're talking sports. Take care, Steve. See you guys. Love See you guys. Steve. Love, Love you, you, Steve. Now Bo Allen's going to join Chris, and they're going to talk to Vita Vea. Vita shares some stories from his time with the Bucks, what kind of teammate Bo was, and the origin behind some of these sack celebrations. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, 
I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. The best moments in a sports fan's life are in football season. I'm not talking about September. I'm not talking about the first week in October. I'm not even talking about the second week in October. I'm talking about when it gets colder, the temperature drops, the games get bigger, the hits get harder, and you can curl up and watch some meaningful football. I like to do it with a Miller Lite from the fridge and a cold frosty mug from the freezer. Frosty mug, meat, a cold, beautiful can of Miller Lite from my fridge. That's teamwork. We come together, we can make a great play out there, and the, and the best play to make on a Sunday is a nice cold Miller Lite and a frosty mug at home. That's my favorite thing. Maybe a fire in the fireplace. Yeah, now we're talking. But Miller Lite, it's an original, and it's more than that. It's been a fan favorite since 1975. The best part, no matter how your team plays, Miller Lite is always a winner. The perfect beer for Sundays, I gave you the, the hot tip. Having that frosty mug is a lot like having home field advantage. I mean, like, it just makes everything better for your boy and your boy's friends who file in every Sunday to enjoy cold, ice-cold Miller Lite uh, at, at, at my house. I mean, we have a lot of people over, and i got to have the Miller Lite stocked up. A lot of light beer cuts back on the most crucial ingredient, flavor. Just 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving. Miller Lite, quick on its feet, heavy hitting on flavor. No wonder it's been MVP from day one. This football season, enjoy the sweet taste of victory with Miller Lite, the original light beer. Find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold. Go to MillerLite.com slash Greenlight for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Hey, dude, it's good to meet you. I love watching you play. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Both speaks highly of you. Speak very highly. Which is really, can we just start here, which is really incredible that Bo speaks highly of you because, especially for a guy that kind of forced him out the door, he he hates everybody. He's a hater. I'm a hater. Bo's a a giant hater. The fact that he doesn't hate you just speaks volumes about your (laughs) character. A pretty good guy. Yeah, because, I mean, I was – after uh, Eagles, I was fucking dude. I can't even talk after a Vegas trip, Chris. Jesus Christ! Okay, well, go ahead. I have like two. I have the here. two brain cells bouncing around. <laughs> uh, but after the Super Bowl in uh, Philly, you know, signed a big deal in Tampa, and I'm really excited about. It. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be the fucking guy. And then it's like a Thursday. I remember the draft. I get off the plane because I flew home to Minneapolis. And I see Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers selected Vita Vela. Nose guard, 11th overall. And I was just like, oh, fuck. I'm just watching his highlight tapes. I'm just like, oh, all right, nice. I had fun in Tampa. Oh. I couldn't even get my feet wet. Here we are, and I'm out of here. And then two years later, whew. But, yeah. But no. now we got him on the pod. Great guy. So we got him on now the pod. Now we got him on the pod. And, and Vita, how you doing, man? You still jet lagged, bro? I think I'm back on time right now. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Uh, went to sleep normal time last night, so. How long was that flight? Ten hours? It was... 
On the way back, it was 10 hours. On the way there, it was like about nine. Make, it wasn't makes bad. You, makes you glad you get the win on the way back. Vita, so, no, Vita, was, back, we had the Vita was doing high knees on the aisle, just knocking the plane around on the yeah. way out there. <laughs> Low turbulence. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Buckle up. So yeah. where do we start, Bo? What's the first thing yeah. we, we want to ask this guy? I, I want to ask Vita about um, the Germany trip because we talked – we FaceTimed a little bit last week, V, and because um, I was just curious about that. And we did uh, – you know, we talked about the um, the Germany trip in Vegas a little bit or the Germany game. So I want to ask you what you thought of the stadium. It looked pretty electric. Saw, you know, the fans uh, singing. They were drinking out of, like, glass beer steins, which was pretty sick. Uh just kind of wondering what you thought of the trip overall and if it was a pretty cool experience. To me, it was a good experience. I think I had a better a better trip to Germany than when we went to uh, London a few yeah. years back. Um, it was it was fun. I got out. We got to explore. Uh, nice. Ended up having a beer. It was like one in Rome. It's like yeah, a one, exactly. in, one, one in Rome moment. Have a beer. You have to, um, right? But, the, yeah, the stadium was pretty dope. It was It was pretty... It was pretty sick when they started playing like the uh, music and the whole stadium was just singing. Um, I'm sure you guys saw it. They put the NFL has been posting it, but the yeah, only I thing saw I was, Sweet Caroline, Country Road, pretty good. Country, country Road, roads, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Country Road was, was pretty sick. Um, I think the only bad part was uh, was the field. I think the soccer players they love the field to be like real slick because the ball slides a little faster and easier for them. So. Um, before before us it was trash, like the field was like we were just slipping everywhere. Um the mm-hmm. pregame warm up, we were doing like a reach drill and I came to get off and I fell straight on my face. Messed me up, messed my mind up for the whole game, like the whole <laughs> the whole time during pregame warm up, I'm thinking I was like, dang, if I slip and fall, that's a big ass gap. <laughs> yeah. hey, I don't think a field has ever that soccer field has never seen somebody of your size on it, uh, Vita. So, shit, no, man. you know what's they funny? Definitely. It's it's so true. When we went to London and played, the first thing we noticed, and we were asking questions about it, was we were like, "Why does the grass feel different? I can't put my finger on why it's so different. It's kind of like it's like short and uh, and it, and it's and it's the the grass is moist. Like they keep it's not that Bermuda. It's not yeah. It's not like that dry Bermuda. And, and it's because they like that that soccer ball to just skip over the top of it evidently but i mean you definitely notice as a big guy and then the whole question is usually uh you know you can't get these dbs to wear the right cleats because they got to be swaggy out there and they got to have their little <laughs> you know the, what i mean the funny thing was right when right when we came off the uh off the field after uh for pregame warm-up i see everybody walking down the hallway and i was like where's everybody going the lockers right here and someone turned around. I was like, "Some, they're all going to get seven studs." Mm-hmm. Got to get those seven. You know, studs. it's bad if the DBs are going to get seven studs. So, yeah, Seriously. good, good job staying off the ground, my guy. And um, I, I think, I, I think Al Woods is bigger than me. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. seen him out there. Al Woods like, is a big boy. Yeah, I seen him out there. I looked at our straight coach. I was boy. like, I think Al Woods. I think he's a little bigger than me. That's a big cat. Yeah. That's a big cat for sure. Uh, Vita, you talked a little bit about that London trip, dude. That food that we had in London was horrible. I'll never forget that. Like around the hotel, around like we went out to eat at like a nice spot. Where did we go? Um, like, what was it called? The O three or whatever? O two? Yeah, it was like that big hub of I don't even remember, dude. That trip was a blur. You know, we're in, on the in the air for like eight hours and then on the ground for like twelve. And remember, we flew overnight, then we went right into uh, the walk through the next day practice. We're like, what the fuck are we doing? Uh, but you said you got to get out a little bit in Germany, have a beer. How's the food? Any good? Uh, we 
we really didn't get to eat much. Um, we were like the guys I was with, they wanted to go shopping. So I was oh, yeah. like, I was just going around, uh, with them hanging out. Um, you know, got a couple of cigars that we got to bring back from there. There you go. Um, what's it called? We, we walked past the art store. We walked in. Nacho wanted to go in. We went in. Who <laughs> we went in? Who was like, "What are we doing in here?" It was a funny thing. I ended up buying some art. I found some. What'd you get, dude? That German I just art. I asked the lady. I was like, "You guys ship?" And she was like, "Yeah, we'll ship it." And I was like, "All right, this 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 piece of art looks pretty dope. Let me get it." And then uh, you gotta you gotta send me a picture of that when you get it in. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. That She's shit's like, gonna get stuck in customs, bro. She was writing down. She was writing down the price um, for like shipping. And like I don't know, like I, I don't know, like German math or whatever. But the way she wrote it down, she wrote three hundred thousand on the paper. I was like, <laughs> fucking German math, man. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. I was like, whoa, for for shipping? And she was like, no, 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 three hundred, three hundred. I was like, three hundred, three hundred dollars. And she's like, yeah. I was like, all right. I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, dude. They got that international tricky dude. out there, dude. Um, what what can you say about Devin White, man? We were talking a lot about him. Just how fast he plays, sideline to sideline. It's got to be something to see him in person running and hitting. I mean, uh, it's so fun to watch on TV, and I know he had to go through a lot last week. I mean, I heard he found out about the passing of his dad, getting on the plane to go to Germany. That's a lot for a player to do, period, get on the plane and go play in another country. To do that with a heavy heart and to play the way he did, you know, um, were you surprised by that? Uh, definitely. Like when you, when we seen him, we thought, I think, uh, a few of us found out early. Um, but you know, obviously we didn't say anything to him. Just wanted to give him his space. But I think the way he carried himself, he carried himself as, in a way like as, as nothing happened. But, um, you know, he was strong about it. He still went out there and, and performed to a high level. Um, he still played. He was still the same person that we knew before. Um, even though that for anybody, um, in that situation, that'd be hard. Yeah, I mean, it's impossible. Football's an emotional game, man. We all know that. When you have stuff going on like that off the field, it can be impossible. But it's a, it's amazing, though, how people do compartmentalize shit. I mean, we are really good at that as players, man, because we've all dealt with things, um, you know, and, and just to see him do that, it just impressed me even more about the kid. I, I call him a kid. He's not a kid, but, like, um, the young man, he just – he just plays so fast, and to do that with, with a heavy heart was, was pretty remarkable. And you guys in general did a great job on Kenneth Walker, and I wonder what the key to that was and what you saw from him in person because he's going to be a really good player. He already is. I think, yeah, he's, he's, he's a real good uh, running back. Um, I, think, I think part of it was the grass. I think if we played, on, um, if we played here in, in Tampa, it could have been a different story, but, you know, who knows? Um, but you know, I feel like we've been ever since Bo's been here as well. We've been like a top run defense. And I think that was been the biggest uh, thing about us to you know get back to to that because we've been giving up too many yards in the in the rush defense. And I feel like um, we started getting back to that last week and then this week. Um, so you want to say that, but then you also want to say you know there's still that bad grass that we played on, so that could have played a factor as well. On that. Grass in Germany was the twelfth man. You think he block. just couldn't make his cuts and bounce it? Like you know how he he, he bounced to the perimeter and he can kind of make those big cuts. Like, do you think it was just he couldn't stick his foot in the ground as well as he might have 
you know, it could have been it, it could have been that, or it could have been you know, it could have been us playing well. Yeah. Um, just like you know, Bo knows our defense like every gap is uh, accounted for, and I feel like yeah. after seeing the film, I feel like we were all did a good job of doing that. I felt like what helped was the grass because we didn't really play vertical. We were playing lateral because we didn't want to slip. So I'd play a shade where normally I'd play vertical and knock the center back where when I was playing on, on this past Sunday, I was down near two-gapping it as a shade because I didn't want to I didn't want to slip That's and fucking interesting, yeah. dude. That's interesting you say that, Vita, because I don't know if you've seen this, but like I'll, there's been a big – kind of push through like the NFLPA lately to get rid of turf, you know, and like practice on grass and the, you know, the Ray J's grass here in Tampa, the Bucks practice facility is probably some of the best grass, some of the best, you know, most really, really well-maintained grass on a practice field I've ever played on. Um, so it's interesting to hear that, you know, you say that's such a, a factor, but yeah, I mean, like you said, the Bucks defense with Todd Bowles and then Casey Rogers, who's, you know, Vita's D line coach, who's, well, I think one of my favorite coaches I've ever had, one of the best coaches I've ever had, they are 100% committed to stopping the run. And I'll never forget when we went to Seattle in 2019, V, and Chris Carson ripped off that, like, you know, 70-yard yeah. run. And then we heard about it. Every, we watched that clip every single week, you know, for the rest of the season because Casey was so mad about it. Um, but, yeah, I want to ask a little bit about that. How's it going with Bulls uh, as a head coach, you know? Um, and then Casey kind of stepped into more of a defensive coordinator role because I really love Casey. He is truly one of my favorite uh, coaches that I've been around. I think he's a really good D-line coach. I think overall it's, it's still the same. Nothing's really changed except for his, his title. Um, he, still, he still coaches the same. still the same like meetings. Um, when we go to defensive meetings, Bowles still running it. Um, he's still calling the plays. But um, as far as Coach Casey, uh, I feel like he's – He's uh, they've given him a, a bigger role in in, in that in that department. Um, he definitely gives us with Casey. Like if you don't, if you're not prepared for the game, then with Casey, then I don't know what to tell you because he did. He, he definitely going to be he, the culprit if you're not if you're not prepared. You're going to be the culprit. He, he literally gives you every single every information, all the information you need, right? Um, from from A to Z, um, from from like. Every personnel group that they run, from the formations, they good, from the back set, from the O linemen. I feel like just having him as a coach, like you said, I think he's one of the best coaches I've ever had as a D lineman. Um, just going out there and be able to, especially now being my fourth year with him, it's like my knowledge for the game is like it's crazy. I mean, right. you were you were with me in my rookie year, and I came yeah. off of like a college mindset. All I knew was. Two gap. Well, you, you don't even know what you don't know when you're a rookie, man. And then, yeah. like, later, you wish – I mean, I think every football player has this where, like, later in their career, like, God damn, if I could just travel back in time and I knew all this shit now. But you can't because you're younger. physically shot. <laughs> exactly. So you're like, I'm sitting there in Philly like, God damn, this is, I'm so smart yeah. right now. Yeah. It's too bad well, I can't have get to, off the later ball. Later in your career, yeah, you need all those tools. Whereas, like, yeah. earlier in your career – I remember Vita came out, like – I mean, I don't want to get too deep into this, but, like, Vito's on IR. He was injured for, like, the first part of the season or whatever, and then, like, came out against the Bears. I can't even remember, like, week five or six. Like, had barely practiced and was just fucking mauling dudes, like, humping <laughs> people, like, double arm humps left and right and throwing dudes around. Just be like, oh, my God, what the I fuck I think you texted me here? after that. You were like, yeah, it's not good. He, this kid's really yeah. good. He's, he's really we're good. Just, 
We're just like, what the <laughs> fuck? <sighs> Um, but yeah, I mean, it is great to see how long you or how far you've come along. V uh, seven sacks this year. Seven sacks. Those are edge rusher that. numbers. What the hell's Six going on down sacks. there, dude? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got. That's... I hit a streak. I had a. I all had... of a sudden. All of a sudden. <laughs> that's uh, that, it's crazy. That's I think my, my season high has always has been four. So I think that's a, like a big, big achievement for me right now. Do you have an incentive clause for like sacks? Like, do you have an escalator based on no? Because because rookie deals, do they not have those yeah. incentive clauses? No. Damn. I, I, I wish I would have um, put some in there for it to uh, get a better APY, but I didn't. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Come on, all right. What do you win it with? I saw the inside. I see the uh, like you got a cross chop on like a two I. You know what I'm talking about? A couple times, I think against the Rams. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, uh, they they had uh, their well, their left guard was out, and then um, he was bad. Yeah, he was good, but it was it was a uh, it was the whole it was basically I set it up for it. the whole game. I was like just bull rushing, and then rushing through the B gap, and then um, I felt it. Well, I got we got the call. Well, you know, I normally like when you get a when you get a third down call. You have to stay in like your gap because they're blitzed right, over right. there. So like, that was the first call I got all game where like I had a two way go. So yeah. I was like, all right, I've been bull rushing them, working them through a big gap the whole game. So I like widened my alignment. He he jumped out to me, and I swam. He thought he right. had, and then you beat the center, center too on that too. Yeah, he thought he nice. had the center help, but the center was late. Yeah. So so Vito, you I played with Tom. He uh. He's cool, man. I, I think, you know, he's really intense, but I think he's a good dude, man. And, and I've never seen him go through what he's gone through on the field this year. You know, like, it, it's been a struggle. Like, you know, you guys have looked offensively a lot better. I know you're playing defense and that sort of thing. It's not your job to talk about the offense. But what's it like seeing Tom kind of grind through this stuff? Have you learned anything from Tom with how he's handled the adversity and, like, have you seen that leadership kind of come to fruition at the midway point of the season? Because it looks like y'all are figuring some things out. Yeah. Um, he, he's definitely been – I feel like that's hard for any 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 guy to go through that. Um, so I think he's been handling well. Uh, I ran into him one time in the hallway, talked to him about it. and You know, he, he, was, he was in good spirits about it, um, even though it was, it was tough for him. But um, he's doing good. I think uh, 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 another thing that's probably like probably hurting him is like a lot of a lot of injuries and in, on the offensive side, a lot of a lot of the uh, O line are down. Um, I'm not saying bad anything bad about our O line playing right now. I feel like they're doing a good job, the best they can. But I think it's just the chemistry. Yeah. Um, as you, as all three of us know, like the center pretty much runs the the everything for the O line. And yeah. I think uh, even talking to uh, Robert Hansey, the starting center now, he said he's he's been learning uh, week by week, like different stuff that he didn't know that Tom wanted to do, like calling out the protection. Like he went out there and called the – he told me like he went out there and like said 5-0, 5-0, and then Tom yelled at him like, call the protection. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how I got my sack on uh, Lamar Jackson because they had a rookie, a rookie center – and then the whole the whole week the game plan was like they're gonna run the shit out of the ball, and I went out there and it was like we're in a bare front, and I got down, was in my two gap stance, center came up, lined up, he said five zero, he was like five zero five zero, I was like yep, he shouldn't have told me that, 
Yeah, Love then that. you know. Well, that's the best, man. Uh, I want to point this out, Vita. See, you came in with the Zoom tag, the Butter Squire. My guy. <laughs> yeah. Some, some things don't change. Some things, back to our uh, Kahoot days. Yeah. Exactly. We used to, yeah. So wait, so do. Is, is, do you consider Bo the Butter King? Because that's what he calls himself. Is that, is that um, Stolen Valor or something, Vita? Like, is he full of shit? It, is, is there another Butter King somewhere? No, he's always he's always he's always been the Butter King. I, the, um, my rookie my guy, <laughs> my rookie year, we still we used to have this thing called a Kahoot, or like it'd be like a game where you it was like, the dumbest talk. fucking thing in the entire world. But yeah, sorry, yeah, it was, it was dumb. It was dumb. It was dumb. Like everybody on defense would log in, and you do like a like a test, and it was like the dumbest defensive test ever to like whatever. And Bo will always win, but it never said Bo Allen. It always said the Butter King. <laughs> <laughs> every 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 day the first couple of times everyone's like who the fuck is the butter king and like yeah i'm the fucking that's me what bo kept bo kept winning and everybody else kept like typing up butter king because bo kept winning so <laughs> like, oh yeah i was me this week and then that, i started i started i started doing it and put like um the butter squire because it got to a point where people were just cheating like yeah one well, person like, Kahoot! Imagine so, like Kahoot got big in like people are doing like high schools and shit. And our fuck is Kahoot, bro. It's like a, it's like a, tri- it's like a little trivia thing that you can do. Uh-huh. Where, like they'll be like, if you're the five technique and under, and you know the tight end gets up and like shit like that, oh. and you have to like answer. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, they'll show like they'll show like an offensive play. Yeah, and it'll be like three seconds long, and then you you only get to see it once. And you, yeah. you, you like, you'd have, have to decipher the whole thing. Yeah, it's I was going to give you, like, uh, I don't know, like some personnel stuff. But it's like, imagine, like, you know, JPP <laughs> doing Kahoot. I got, <laughs> hey, I, mean? I, got, I, got, I got a question, um, you know, because you're so unique, man. There's, like, nobody like you. I mean, that was a compliment. Um, Appreciate it. Yeah, and, and I know that part of watching film is you want to watch people that you can take things from. And then you can be like, yeah, I can model my game after this guy or like, but it, you're, you're so unique. It's, I, I have, I would imagine you're kind of like, well, who's my comp? Like, who do I, what do you watch? You watch other guys. Who do you like to watch? You know, like, in, are normally, there guys that you can take things from? Normally what I, I, I like to do is um, I like to watch the pressures on, on linemen, especially on centers and guards. And if there's a move that I see like a guy went on, and I and if I keep seeing them getting beat by that move, then I know that's like that center. He's like, all right, I, I'm I'm really good at this move. Mm-hmm. Like he can't handle power or he can't handle a hump. Um, like this past week in London or in Germany, uh, Grady Jarrett he ran like a clip stunt where he went from um, one gap a gap to the other a gap and got a sack. And there was a uh, there was a play where I was the I was the guy in the boundary a and. The starting to play, I had to go to the opposite A. And I was like, all right, this is where I'm going to beat him. And I thought I beat him, and the guard came back. So it was like different stuff like that um, that I feel like I, I've, I've went to. Obviously, there's, a, there's also like guys that I watch, like um, Haloti. Um, Haloti. Yeah, that's one. I mean, I remember mentioning that yeah. to you, you know, your rookie year. Because I'll never remember. That's when Aaron Donald was popping off, and Buck, uh, our D-line coach at the time, Brenson Buckner, our defense was in bad shape that year. Okay, yeah. that was 2018. We had a super injured defense. 
blah, blah, blah. But, like, Buck puts up all these clips of, like, Aaron Donald, like, beating the fuck out of guys. Like, winning with, like, these ridiculous moves, these swipes. Uh, and he's, like, looking at me, and he's like, why aren't you doing this? Like, you should be doing this. Why aren't you doing this, Bo? And I'm like, what the fuck, look at man? Me, like, man. First of all, look, yeah, look <laughs> at me, bro. Like, what? Yeah. Casey, Casey, uh, Casey did that this past, I want to say this past year. We were watching, like, this sack reel. And I, I forgot who we were playing. And it was like AB was killing the guard, and he was like, yeah. uh, he was like, he's like, look at this guy beating him with power. How much did you weigh? Like two seventy? And we we're all like got quiet. And we we're all like looking at each other. It was like, like this is the biggest yeah. freak in nature. And like he really might history, weigh two seventy though. Honestly, I want to say this. Like one time I said on the pod that Aaron Donald was like uh, three hundred pounds or something because I was saying like he's jacked. I mean he's jacked no matter how much he weighs. Like he's got abs on top of abs. And when he was in St. Louis, he wasn't he wasn't that trim. He texted me, he's like, bro, I'm like two seventy. So like wow. it is he's listening to everything. Well, no, we put it out on social and he was laughing. He was like, Bro, you're giving me too much credit. You know, which is crazy to me that somebody that light plays with that much power. But he's literally made of something else. I know it was crazy. So when we played them two weeks ago, that it was just wild. It was like wild watching him play. Yeah. That was like it forced Tom to like quick pass every check down. He's got to know where he's at. And it was crazy. Just he he literally went down the line and won every single rep. One, two, <laughs> like, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. and he's so, he's so frantic. He's so frantic. It was uh, it was funny. Leonard Fournette was telling us like all the, like he was talking so much shit during the game. He said like he he said one one thing to one of the old linemen. He was like, "How much they fucking pay you?" He was like, that's, they should pay me that. And he got a fucking sack after he said that. No, he did not. I, I bet yeah. you it was Donovan. <laughs> no, he did not, bro. That's yeah. amazing. I love hearing AD. AD, because when he was a rookie, he wasn't talking that kind of shit. He was talking shit, but he wasn't talking that kind of shit. So it's good good to hear uh, Aaron knows his worth. I don't want to know where these celebrations are coming from lately, because that's a new thing, man. The swim, <laughs> the belly flop, and the swim. Oh, the lawnmower. That was fucking funny. The, the lawnmower, lawnmower killed yeah. me. It so was, I was uh, saying, it was we got to get you a lawnmower deal. It was, it was Pat's dad. Pat's dad, like, uh, <laughs> Pat, Pat's dad hit me up because, so Pat, funny story, Pat told me, like, his dad, Pat's from Chicago. Um, He's talking about Pat O'Connor as uh, a okay. defensive lineman for the so, Bucks. Yeah, yeah, so his dad, his dad, he's, his dad lives out there in Chicago, and um, basically on their free time, Pat told me that his, him and his dad's, him and his dad's friends, they they get shit faced at night on the day off, and they wake up the next morning and go to like different like uh, whatever like yard sales and buy like lawnmowers and try to fix them. All day. <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> they're just getting shit faced all day fixing lawnmowers and trying to resell them, and and then Pat's dad, Pat's dad called me one day. Pat's cat, Pat's dad called me one day and he was like, he's like, hey, if you get a sack today, do the lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part though is like you do the lawnmower. And then like you're like running with it or walking with it, and then you start just sprinting to the sideline. Because oh, I, I looked, I looked. So we we're in for like a long, a long. It was a long series. Now I end up getting a sack, and it was, ended up being like third and long. Um, I looked to the sideline, and I seen two dudes subbing in, like <laughs> signal, they were signaling nickel, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I gotta <laughs> go. Turn that speed on that lawnmower up. Yeah, you need. And we then, need to get you. Can you do a ride on lawnmower? I don't know how you would do this, but you've been doing the push. I wonder how you could do a ride on. That'd be that'd be something else. If you figure that out, 
You might got to find a ride on with a. They might have weight limits on those bad boys, hey, dude. <laughs> no, I've seen some solidly built ride-ons, and honestly, what Bo said is true. You need an endorsement with yeah. a with a with like John Deere or something. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can we'll make do. A little mock up. We'll on see what we can do. That's hilarious. So, and then the swimming then, the swimming thing came from um, whenever the defense. You know how defenses like to have different celebrations. Uh, yeah. Every time, every time the defense got a celebration or a, a turnover, everybody would run to the end zone and start um, rowing the boat. Yeah. So yeah. the lineup one one uh, one behind each other and row the boat. And then one game, I just ran up to the boat and acted like I was swimming like right by side. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's what um, that's where it started from. Uh, Foot, Coach uh, Larry Foot, he yelled at me one not he he yelled at me one game because I got a sack. I didn't celebrate. And he was like, he was like, Rita. He was like, we need that fucking energy. He said, you know, you start swimming again. Like, All right. <laughs> See, that's, that's what people don't realize, man. It's like you got this room, this room of D linemen who is like, you know, great athletes, like big, scary motherfuckers. But actually, it's just a bunch of children. It's a child, man. It's a child care. It's, it's like a children playing a game. It's a daycare center. Uh, <laughs> yeah. D-line coaches are like daycare center people, bro. They, I feel like D-linemen across the league are just the class clowns of the team. Totally, man. We When Absolutely. I was when we were in St. Louis, we used to lay on the ground and watch film. Like our coach would let us lay on the ground. He would let guys be on their <laughs> cell phones from time to time. Yeah, bro. It was like a totally different. It was, yeah. It was a different. Then, like, no, so so uh, our, one of our DNs, Will Ghostin, him and Bo used to sit next to each other on the plane. And Bo, or, and, uh, and Will was lactose intolerant. He, Bo woke up and looked at Will and seen him eating like a uh, like a uh, ham and cheese sandwich or whatever. And all you hear is just Bo, Will, did you just fucking eat cheese? <laughs> Get that shit flying, out of here, we're, bro. We're flying to LA. We're flying to LA and the whole time. Bo is just he just lined them up. And then on the way back, everyone everybody's trying to sleep on the way back. And like Bo had extra headphones for Will, but Will didn't want them. He was just being a dick about it. He he was watching this comedy show on his phone full blast. And it was just obnoxiously like every time something funny happened, he was just <laughs> laughing so oh, hard man. i'm just looking over you like, hear bo you wake up bo was like bo like will i got fucking headphones for you and the dbs want to say something but they're worried about pissing y'all off <laughs> can y'all shut the fuck up back there no but a d-line room is really like a fucking we run the building but kids, we run the building man. we're a bunch of kids but we Absolutely. run the building and you know if 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 no one in that if like there's one guy in that room that's unhappy about something you know like towards something else in the building like everyone else is gonna hop on. We board take we take hey we love to complain we love to bitch about <laughs> stuff we love to, you know if you yeah you get it all in a D line room so yeah man so Vita we just wanted to wish you luck man and appreciate you coming on we hope you come on again after one of, you know your next couple wins because you guys look to be turning the corner and I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for y'all so um, thanks for joining us yeah no problem I, appreciate you, I really appreciate it. hope you come on again man good luck the rest yeah. of the way